picture this. It's early in quarantine 2020. You're like 15 and bored out of your fucking gourd at home taking Zoom school. And you hear of this new app that'll spice things up a bit. But this app comes with a warning. Be cautious. You are dabbling in quantum manipulation destined to cause unnatural shifts in the space-time continuum. Basically, you are opening doors you cannot close. Be careful what you wish for. The universe will grant your every wish, but not as you intend it to be. Hello and welcome back to Tiny Terror, where we cover all things spine, chilling, and mind thrilling. I'm your host, Sigra, and today we are covering kind of a recent phenomenon, as recent as last February. For reference, it is currently April 2021. Yes, we are covering the infamous Randonautica app and its users called Randonauts who do the verb randonauting. So first of all, let me tell you a little bit about the app. The bot code was inspired by a group of coordinators called the FATUM Project, or FATUM Project, who specialize in randomization. They are most well known for, before this, um, ensuring the randomization of online gambling holes. So this guy, Joshua Langfelder, a 29-year-old former circus performer, discovered the FATUM Project in an online chat room. And he began to develop an idea about how this group's coding could help people break out of their quote-unquote predetermined realities. From this idea, he begins creating this app with a couple other people, and it goes through some different iterations, but eventually becomes what we now know as the Randonautica app. And it launches in the App Store on February 22nd, 2020. Perfect timing for all of the world to shut down and teens to get insanely bored and need creepy, crazy stimulation. Basically, the premise of this app is that Randonautica uses a quantum number generator to give a random set of coordinates to you to go visit just to break out of the the simulation, as it were. According to the creators, your thoughts can control your environment. This is sort of going, this sort of stems from the idea of the law of attraction and all sorts of, you know, quantum mechanics and quantum theory. So according to the creators, your thoughts can control your environment. So you have to manifest your intentions. The app sort of prompts you to manifest your expectations and your intentions before the trip. So you choose choose your entropy source, which is just a fancy word for basically which type of weird vibe you're trying to attract from the following three. There are attractors, which are dense clumps of quantum points all together in one small area. There are voids, which are the exact opposite of that. They're very sparsely sparsely connected points. And then there are anomalies, which are said to be the strongest out of the three, though relative to what I don't know. So it's an interesting premise, right? I mean, can't hurt to test it out. Just like, it's kind of like geocaching. And you just, you, you go find these random points and see if there's anything fun there. However, as this app begins to gain traction, it begins to be associated more with the macabre and unexplainable than it does with like a fun family outing. The biggest instance of this notoriety came from an event that happened on June 19th, 2020. 
Hello everyone, I'm Nina Cardona. And I'm Preston Porras. We're the hosts of Chills, a weekly podcast where we discuss the paranormal, true crime, conspiracies, and our own personal paranormal stories. We also encourage our listeners to write in their personal paranormal or true crime stories. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are also on Instagram at Chills Podcast NP. NP as in Nina and Preston. We hope you join us every Monday for a new episode. A group of Seattle teens go randonauting and they decide to film it all on TikTok. They make their way to a popular tourist beach in town guided by the app where they find a suitcase with a body in it cut up into pieces. Later, the remains were identified as two gunshot victims, Jessica Lewis, 35, and Austin Wenner, 27. The killer has been identified as their landlord, though none of this was known at the time, so it was just extremely spooky. The kid who uploaded the video to TikTok later said that the coordinates were directly on top of where they found the suitcase. This is maybe the most shocking evidence of the Randonautica app actually working, but it's far from the only spooky video you can find under the Randonautica tag on TikTok. People have seen spooky groups of lights, other dead bodies, houses that seem to appear and disappear magically, ghost towns filled with mannequins, creepy empty buses with like weird banging noises that happen on top of them while they're inside, you name it. It's on a, a Randonautica tagged TikTok video. There are also less spooky but still crazy coincidences, like someone manifesting and finding a kitten, someone trying to make a college acceptance decision, and being led to a spot with initial the initials of one of her options mowed into the grass. So it's blowing up because people are having these crazy, like, insanely coincidental experiences and or crazy creepy experiences. Of course, there is the thought that some of these could have been fabricated, and of course, as the app gained more and more popularity and seemed to be an easy way to viral sensationalism, some of these videos were fabricated and later the creators admitted to that. There's plenty of concern about the safety of randonauting and even some quickly debunked rumors that the app was linked to human trafficking. After all, the, the app's whole deal is to lead a group of teenagers to remote areas in the middle of the night. There's even a conspiracy theory that Randonautica is somehow related to our good old pal Cicada 3301. Though I, this, this claim is pretty unsubstantiated, they're just both creepy, like, internet-based games. <laughs> After the summer, the downloads of the Randonautica app by new users began to taper off, and it's sort of lost its steam and been forgotten over the past several months. But I still occasionally will go through the Randonautica tag if I'm feeling like spooking myself out, because there's some shit in there that is, like, it'll stick with ya. Langfelder, the founder of the app, described it as an exercise in performance art. He says the app's growth was quote-unquote inevitable because, quote-unquote, Basically, what it is, is like a machine that creates memes and legends and kind of virally propagates on its own, end quote. So, Sigra, what do you think of randonauting? Is it real or is it just like a huge exercise in confirmation bias? Well, listener, I would say that it is probably the latter, though maybe there's some science behind it. I mean, if there is, it's not science we have any good grasp on yet, but... Even if it is just total confirmation bias, it's scary as hell. It's fun to a point, you know, to be scared. 
and it makes for a good episode of this podcast. So, Randonautica, I thank you. And I thank you, dear listeners, for listening, as always. I really, really enjoyed putting this episode together. It's a topic that I don't see covered a lot on other podcasts or other YouTube channels, other media of this sort, so I thought I'd take a stab at it. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can head over to the show's Instagram, which is at Tiny Terror Podcast, and you can also follow me if you are so inclined on Instagram at double underscore Sigra, and on Twitter at Sir Sigra. If you just can't get enough Tiny Terror, you can sign up for my Patreon. I currently only have one tier. It is $3 a month, and you get exclusive behind-the-scenes and early access, and don't tell anybody, but I'm going to be doing Patreon-exclusive episodes of Tiny Terror once a month. So you don't want to miss out on that. It's three bucks. It's just three bucks for a whole extra episode. If you're not into the whole Patreon idea, if you're somehow super opposed to Patreon as a platform, or I don't know, just don't like words with the letter P in them, or you just don't want to commit to paying me every month, hey, you're not obligated to, but you still want to help out, you can head over to my Ko-Fi, which will also be linked in the show notes and make a one-time donation to me. Basically, you can buy me a coffee if you like what I do. Once again, thank you so, so much for tuning in. And I hope to see you here next week, same time, same place. And um, insert sign-off phrase here. Bye, guys. Refuse production. One person's trash is another person's cool trash.